Hello and welcome to Telepathic TV. This is television that you watch with your third eye and I'm Mary Phelan and Neville will be back next week and I'm going to do a show tonight on tarot. I've had some requests over a period of time to do a, a show on the subject and a show where we do readings for the whole show. So in a little while I, we will be opening up the phone lines if you'd like to call in for a reading. But first I'd like to talk a little bit about tarot. A lot of people think that it's this superstitious thing that, oh no, if I draw the, the devil card or the death card, it means these terrible things are going to befall me. But one of the things about using a spiritual tool is to acknowledge that it is your tool, it is not your master. And I respect the tool, but it is not the master. So it's very important as you step into using your spiritual tools to see them like that. They are here to serve. And for many years, hundreds of years, a lot of people have looked at the cards with a great amount of superstition. And they've been held almost like that. Um, the idea of the old fortune teller that, that says, oh, you've got these terrible things that are going to befall you. And here, let me help you undo those terrible things by uh, giving me money and I'll do rituals for you and things like that. It's been depicted in the movies for, for, for a long time. And one of the things that I feel that I would like to accomplish in this lifetime is to bring this tool back into our hands. And I, I really, in a way, thank the superstition that surrounded them for all these years because it did keep them safe. If they hadn't been surrounded by all that superstition and fear, people probably would have buried it just like they buried a lot of other tools many years ago, like the awareness of our past lives, astrology, and many other things. Tarot, <coughs> excuse me, tarot is a language that we use to speak to ourselves with. If you look at it as a vocabulary, then it really starts being useful for you. You can use it to inspire yourself, to see the trajectory of your life so that you can make different decisions, and then you can use it to help you make different decisions. You can use it to empower, and there's really nothing that it can't do that you cannot use this for. The Fool's Journey, and the, and the Fool's Journey is based on the Major Arcana. And a lot of people say, okay, what is Major or Minor Arcana? It sounds pretty complicated, but it's actually very simple. The Major Arcana in the Tarot is simply the major biorhythms in life. Arcana means the secret underlying all things. And if you look at the Fool, which is the first card in the deck, or the last, depending on how you look at it, because it's really a circle, if you look at that fool as being us in our innocent self starting out in life and we become the fool many times in our life starting a new job going off to college for the first time starting in our marriage having a child all these things are new things in our life and so we have to step into newness in a, with a sense of innocence otherwise we just hold on to the old patterns and the fool walks is his life and, and encounters people along the way, like the magician that teaches him that we need all of our tools in order to be in this world. We, we have to use our emotions, our intellect, our physical body, our physical life and the connection to the planet Earth. And we have to use our mind and, and our, our passion and our fire energy. 
And once we know that we have all these tools and more magical beings, then we can really deal with anything that we encounter. The magician also teaches us that there is an above and a below world. And one of the most powerful benefits of knowing that as you move on to the high priestess is that there is this spiritual world that we all know about. It's our inner life. It's our inner world. It's what we believe about the nature of reality. And then there is this material, physical world. And that we use the tools, our magical tools that we came equipped with, which are our emotions and our passions, to unite those two worlds and live in both of them in harmony. And that's how we create in this world. And there is a lot more to it, but it, essentially it is saying that we can use these tools, this vocabulary, to speak with the part of us that has the bigger story. And there are lots of different things that you can do with it. And so tonight, I've brought a number of different decks that I'd like to show you and talk about the concept of spreads. When we use spreads, and I'm sure anybody that's familiar with tarot has heard that term, all it really means is that it's a pre-formatted little set of questions. Like you see me do every week, the past, present, future spread, where the first card is where you're coming from, the middle card is where you are, and the third card is where you're headed. I find that very powerful because it shows you the trajectory your life is on now so that you can make decisions, whether to continue the way you are or to change it. And then you can even use the cards to help you decide where you would like to go and how to create that. It's really not a tool of powerlessness. It's a tool of power and taking our life into our own hands. Well, a little bit more about the tarot is there are the minor arcana cards. And if the major are these major lessons that we learn in life, then the minor are the minor biorhythms in life, the day-to-day -day things that, that happen for us. And so each of those really have a bold meaning when we do readings. And I will explain some of that as we go along and we have callers with, with readings. I, I, we're going to do the past, present, and future spread, but I wanted to introduce a couple of other really easy ones. And I've always recommended that when you do spreads, you do very simple ones. I don't really particularly care for doing a spread that's more than seven cards because it gets way too much into the intellect. And if you're in the intellect, you're not really letting the real meaning come through the cards. And you're not letting it come through you. You're going through your brain saying, here are my memorized list of, of definitions for this card, and here's the spread, and okay, let me put that together. This plus this equals this. And when you're in the intellect like that, you'll probably find yourself shuffling together and, and, and imploding and stepping on your own feet and not really getting a living picture that, that the cards can create within you. So one of the first spreads that I would like to talk about, besides the past, present, and future, which maybe we can get into a little more, is the stoplight spread. I find this one very powerful and very useful in life. And it is a three-card spread, too. And you set it up just like a traffic light. You've got the red light, the yellow light, and the green light. The card you pull for the red light is simply stop doing this. The card you pull for the yellow light is to be cautious of this or look further into it. 
and the card that you pull for the green light means go. This is the card for you to go, uh, to, to let that happen in your life. And it's a really powerful way to get insight into something specific or just general in your life. One of the things that that one is really good for is if you are asking what are the energies around, um, let's say, going and asking the boss for a promotion or a raise, it can say, well, stop being, uh, stop thinking that he's not going to say yes or she's not going to say yes and look further into other work that you can suggest that you could do instead and the green light can tell you do it tomorrow. It can, it can give you a lot of useful information. So if you would like to call in for a reading, I can show you some of these um, uh, spreads that we're going to be doing tonight and we have our first call. Hello caller, what's your name? Mary? Yes. Hi, it's Lina. Oh, hi, Lina. Welcome. I, thank you. Uh, my husband is dealing with some, uh, some health issues. And uh, I was wondering if you could uh, give him a reading and give him some guidance. Okay. Um, one of the things that this spread that I was just talking about is very good for, if you're talking about health, is a good way, let's say, to phrase that question was, what is some health, helpful, healthful and helpful advice that we could use for your husband's health? So the first card I'm going to draw is the stop, then the yellow card is the cautious or look further into, and then the green card. And I'm using an assortment of different decks tonight. And this is the card that is the stop card. Now, in the traditional tarot, which is what this deck is based on, which, which is the, the deck that everybody's familiar with, is the Knight of Swords, and it's saying to stop this. Now, swords in the deck are the mental realm, and the knight is, is like our adolescent self, where we're teetering back and forth, where we're passionate, and we run over here, and we run over here, and, and this is a matter of thought. So what would be good for him to stop doing is stop worrying. When we do have health issues, often not only is the health aspect in the body running amok or, or running our lives, but it, it gets in our mind and we start questioning our body. We stop trusting it. And so what it's saying is to, for him to really watch what he's thinking and start saying kind things to his body and get back into a relationship of trust. Now to look further into or cautious of is saying the same thing. Now we know now that swords represent thoughts and, and some decks clouds as well. And this card has both. And so it's got three thoughts intersecting his heart, meaning that he's concerned. He has thoughts that are not necessarily uh, giving this nice flow to his body. When we worry or we're upset, it makes the body very acid. And when our body is acid, it makes it a little bit harder to heal. So it's really uh, important to have positive thoughts. And the third card, the green card, the go, is to remind him that that perfect health is right there. It's amazing how all three of these cards are so related in this way. These people are walking out thinking that they're outside in this, in this blizzard and that they're, they're not feeling well, they can barely walk, and they feel all alone, when if all they did was turn around, they could see this beautiful stained glass that's right behind them, 
of this warm place for them to go inside and be nurtured. And I, I feel that there is a lot of, of healing to do and that can be done very easily, especially with a change of thought. So thank you, Lina. It's beautiful to hear from you. Okay. Now, we have another call. Okay, hi caller, what's your name? Hi, my name is Nancy and I was looking for just a general reading. Okay. Well, why don't we do the past, present, and future? And one thing I'd like to explain about that one, it's not really like, okay, this is your past, this is your present, this is your future. It's more like if you picture the first card is just blowing into the second and the second is blowing into the third. So let's use this beautiful deck here that is by Carol Hertzer where she recolored the, the tarot and then when she prints it out, she, she uh, colors on glitter and iridescent paints that make it quite beautiful. Okay, okay, the first card we get is the Six of Pentacles. It shows a man on here that has scales of balance and it's talking about true balance comes in the, the balance point between giving and receiving. You can't live by inhaling only and you can't live and you can't have flow in your life if you're always giving and not receiving and or always receiving and not giving and seeing the the full circle with that and it's and I would feel that what that is saying to you is that you may have been on that side of it feeling like giving was more important than than the receiving and that you've reached a place in your life now where you're saying I'm getting to a balance point and I have to do what's fair for me because if I don't then that's not really doing what's fair universally out in the bigger picture. And the third card, the man on this card is standing on a higher hill and there are wands coming up at him and he's in this more, more or less an aggressive stance. But it's a positive card in that it's saying that we have the upper hand. If we go stand in our highest place, nobody can get us. And so it's really important for you to rise up out of any kind of uh, thing and, and know that you're going to be okay. The, the justice card can also talk about legal issues and paperwork and contracts and things like that. So you may consider uh, looking through your life and, and seeing if anything comes to mind in that way because it's, it's saying that there's a positive outcome and so not to worry about that. So thank you very much. That's great. Do we have another call? Hi, caller. What's your name? Hi, this is Barbara from Fredericksburg. Hi, Barbara. Thanks for calling. Thank you. I'm looking for just a general reading. Okay. Let's see. I think I will use this deck, and it's the Oracle Tarot by Lucy Cavendish, and it's one that I just really resonate with. And when you are picking out decks, it's important to go with one that you resonate with the pictures because the pictures have so much play in, in what you perceive in the cards. Okay, the first card we get is the budget lessons. Now this is the equivalent of, no maybe it's not the equivalent of four, four of uh, Pentacles five. What it's saying is that when we, well first of all, when we put ourselves on a budget, I know intellectually it sounds good, it sounds like we are not um, going to 
uh, overspend or, or, or run out of money when we put ourselves in a budget. But often when we're in that mindset, what it tells us is that there's a limitation of things and it creates the opposite of what we think. We feel deprived and it tells us that the world isn't on our side and it doesn't have enough to support us. So perhaps you've been learning that and then you get good fortune. <laughs> That's so interesting. It's like telling a story. When we give up the fear that there isn't going to be enough of whatever that is, and money and love are both energy, and it doesn't matter what you feel there might be a lack of, it will have the same energetic dynamic. That realizing this is bringing these wonderful things into you. This good fortune is just you allowing it in. It's not really that the world changes and brings us good fortune. It's that we are at the place where we accept it. Now this is an incredible card. The Ten of Swords in, in other decks talks about we've, we've been walked all over, stomped, stampeded by life, so to speak, and that we've learned our lessons from it and now we are moving forward and we're moving on in a wonderful way. This is something that I would say if, if you felt like you haven't had the opportunities that you thought you really wished to have with a certain endeavor in your life, it's time to look at that again because this is a wonderful card of, of starting over second chances and maybe trying something that you had started before that didn't seem to work out that now may be the right time for that. So thank you, Barbara. That's wonderful. Great, and uh, we have another call. Hi, caller, what's your name? Hi, my name is Jasmine from Virginia. Hi, what can I do for you? Um, I'd like to have a reading about um, family and my job and finances. Okay, well, you know, one of the things that, and thank you for phrasing it like that because it gave me the opportunity to share because one of the things when you first start doing cards is you don't uh, realize how important the question actually is and if there's a lot of different components you might get the cards and say mmm what was the question and everything so what was the first thing that you asked about uh, the family yes okay is there something specific about your family or do you just mean generally um, generally okay well why don't we start start there and we'll see what comes up and like anything, when the more specific you go, and I, I don't mean real specific, like what color or dress will I wear tomorrow, something like that. It's more like what you want to know. If you're real clear about that, sometimes the answer becomes more clear back. So let's start with your family. The first card, the page of Pentacles, the page is the young, the youth, the starting anew, starting at the beginning and allowing, allowing things to start growing. And this is uh, about growing a business, growing a, an endeavor. The second card is having too many choices. And, and in a way, it's a little difficult to give a reading for a family in mass because there can be lots of different things going on. And this is a card uh, that I think is so beautiful because it's illustrating this, that there are these cups here and they all contain different things. So it's hard to give them all a label. But from what I can see is this is something that may be affecting the group as a whole or individually one person where they're attempting to make up their mind and it feels like 
more information is making them even more confused rather than less confused. So when we feel that way, it's always good to go back to simplicity, start over, start at the drawing board, and, and redefine where it is that you would like to step. Now the King of Cups is, talks about an older man that is wise and is there to really impart wisdom and everything. And so we need to pull that up within ourselves, or it would be a good idea to pull that up within ourselves whenever we're confused. Okay, now I believe you had asked about your finances as well. Was that correct? Is she still there? No? Okay. Well, I tell you what, I'm going to pull some cards on your finances. And whether, I don't remember if that's what you asked, but we'll see. Okay, the first card we get is the Seven of Swords, I believe. Let me get the camera up focused on this. This card can talk about an office move or a job change, maybe one that you've had recently. It can also talk about walking away from something because you just don't trust it all that much. And that you're, you're getting the message. The Eight of Wands is about messages. It's about getting the, the idea of what's going on with the situation. And I think that a path that you had been on was not necessarily the best path for you and that the information that is coming to you now is going to lead you to a much better place. And we've got the King of Swords, which really has things under control. So I feel like the, the new path that you're on is definitely a good one for you. Okay, well, thank you so much. And we have another call? Yep. Hi, caller. What's your name? Hello? Hi. <laughs> Hello? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. This is Hyatt in North Virginia. Hi, thanks for calling. Thank you. Um, what, what would you like to do? Do you have a particular area of your life you would like to look into? Well, I wanted to ask you about my relationship with my mother and about my soul path and purpose. Okay, well, let's look at the relationship with your mother. Um, another spread that, that may be a good one for this that I wanted to talk about with people tonight is it's something that I just call the yin-yang spread. The yin card represents a way to feel about it, and the yang card represents something to do about it. So let's look at the relationship. Did you say your mother? Okay. All right, so I'm gonna do the yang, whoop, let me first define. Let's do the yin card, how to feel differently, and then the card to do something about it. Okay, the yin card is the Wheel of Fortune. The Wheel of Fortune talks about change, a change of fortune, things, things changing. And so it's to really look at her and change the way you see her. What happens when we know somebody for a while is we start carrying over our opinions and our interactions from one day into the next. And so after a while, you can come home and the, the wet towel's laying on the floor for the 500th time and you finally blow up. Instead of just saying, is that towel laying on the floor really a big deal? I'm walking right past it. I can just pick it up if it's really that hard for that person and we fought and fought and fought about it. So it's to really look at the, maybe the friction points or the points of connection even and saying, how can I rethink this? How can I look at this and erase the personal history with us so that I can see it in a different way? And the yang, the external, what to do about it, interesting that we got this card again. Sometimes this card is about illusion. 
And I think one of the things you can do about this card is to dispel illusion and have a talk and just say, frankly, this is how I feel, this is how you feel. It's not really wrong or right. And the connection gets stronger and deeper then. And I'll pull one card out of this deck where you had asked about your, your soul purpose, and perhaps you can even call in later in the show. Uh, I have a view about soul purpose, and I think we do have one soul purpose, but it's an S-O-L-E purpose. And that is to discover who we really are. And how we do that is we see what in our life creates a harmony within us. And when we've got that figured out, that's really our purpose. And we get distracted a little bit thinking, oh, it was the playing the piano or getting the job as the president of that company or traveling the world. But it's really that those are some of the things that help us to see the harmony within us. And it doesn't have to be one thing. As a matter of fact, it rarely is. Okay, so we get, wow, how appropriate your soul path is your own power. And isn't that funny? Because that's pretty much just what I was saying. It's your power to, to go out there in the world and feel funded by you in the universe. So you, your purpose really is to find your power. So thank you. It's great. And we have another call. Hi, caller. What's your name? Hi, Mary. This is Chris. Hi, Chris. Thanks for calling. Thank you for taking my call. I'm most happy to. Could I please have a reading around um, my job situation, please? Sure. Um, now, did you, ha did you want to know just generally what's going on around it? Um, yes. I'm kind of in a, uh, I don't know, kind of should I stay, should I go? Okay, why don't we do that stoplight spread, and let's see how that works with that, just to, to illustrate that. As far as your job, I'm going to pull a card that is like the stop, the one to look further into, and then the go. Okay, the first card, it's saying stop. <laughs> now, I love this card. It's one of my favorite cards in the deck, and it talks about a stasis of sorts, but it's more on a spiritual level where we lay back and we allow our inner guidance to tell us what to do. And since this is in the position of stop, it's saying maybe stop waiting for things to change, stop hanging back, waiting for that guidance to come. And so that would tell me that this is more of a time for action for you. The look further into or be cautious of. I think one of the, this, this is the card about money and that there may be some concerns about going out into the world and starting over again because of the money level and things like that. And I, I feel that it's just saying look further into it. It may be different than you think. It may be. The go is a card of abundance and independence. So certainly I'm not, I'm not one to tell anyone when to leave their job or anything like that. And the cards aren't even the one to tell someone to do that. But I would say the guidance that the cards are coming through to give you food for thought to see how you feel is that this really is a time of action to ste step up and relook at the financial end of things and to claim your power. And you're really a born teacher. That final card is about teaching. And I do feel there's a lot of stifling with that ability that you have where you are. So thank you very much. And do we have another call? No calls. Okay. Well, feel free to call in. The lines are open. And the number is on the screen periodically, but it's 
1166. It's right up, like magic. See? Speak and it happens, right? Okay. Well, another thing that I wanted to talk about a little bit, I'm going to be doing a three-day, well, part one and part two combined as a three-day workshop on EFT. And I know that I've talked about this a number of times on the show, EFT, not that many times. I'm going to be doing a special about EFT coming up. But it is the most powerful technique. I know I've heard all of them. I've, I've sampled, I've tried out just about every technique out there. Very few things, and I'm only saying very few. I haven't ever seen anything. But I'm assuming there are things that I have not seen. Very few things out here really address the emotional body. At best, what we get is an intellectual understanding and an intellectual thing that says, okay, yes, I know my father beat me mercilessly my whole life, and well, there's nothing I can do about it. I'm just going to forgive him. Now, I'm not saying not to forgive people, but what I am saying, when we become separate from the way we feel, what happens is that charge remains in our body and it acts out in other areas of our life. What happens when we are upset, or let's say angry, we get in anger, it builds up in our body to help us to change what that is in our life that's making us angry. So then we change it, the anger has served its purpose, and it goes away. But when we judge our anger and we let it build up and build up, it comes shooting out like bullets in an aggressive way, and then that gives us ammunition to say, no, I can't let my anger out. I can't speak my heart. And what happens is that anger sticks around like a box of stuff. And we walk around saying, will you hold this for me? Will you hold this for me? In the form of being OK, our boss makes us very infuriated. We don't deal with the feelings, either by doing something about them or by changing the way we see the situation. And so we carry that charge to the grocery store and we take it out on someone there. Or we get in the car and we blame every car out there for our long commute and the long hours that we're working. And it really doesn't serve. If we hold these feelings back and we don't deal with them, it births passive aggressiveness. Now remember our anger is our friend. It comes to help us change things in our life if we utilize it. And EFT is a way to really clear a lot of old pain, heartbreak, anger, and very many other things. And I'm going to be doing, as I just said, a special on this coming up. And I invite you to watch that because it can really change your life. I am just speaking from my experience, and it has been pretty extensive. So thank you. And we have another call. Well, hello, caller. What's your name? Hi. Um, my name is, I just called earlier. My name is Jasmine. And I wanted to um, see if you can do a reading for my husband. He's just too shy to speak up. Okay. Is there anything in particular or just something general? Um, job situation and family. Okay. So we'll go with the job situation then. Um, let's see. I'm, go I'm using the Bright Idea deck. And for some reason, I think this deck might really resonate with him. Because it's, it's like a brainstorming deck, but it's based on the tarot, and it's really, really wonderful and powerful. Okay. The first card we get, the expression. One of the things that struck me when I first looked at this card is she keeps painting that same painting over and over again. So as far as his job or work, 
the creativity has really gone past its, uh, um, its lifespan, or its shelf life, rather. And that he's starting to do things over and over repetitively that's not really bringing him that joy that it once did. And one thing that I would suggest here is for him to really look. If you look at the card illumination, which I think that's what it's saying, it's hard to read from that far away, and the person over here is holding a light, he's holding a light, what it's saying is to shine more information on things, to look further. I, I really do feel that this is an important thing, not just from the creative, am I supposed to be here kind of thing, but there's something that is, is right there, like a branch he can go off into. It feels like if you were working, I don't know if he works anything having to do with repairs or cars or anything like that. It, it, um, it kind of has a feel like I'm walking on this path doing this, but if I just look slightly over to the right, something I never thought I would love doing, like managing as opposed to doing the work, that he would find that he's very good at it. And I think that would be very lucrative for him as well. Okay, and this is resolve. It's saying to take some of those things in the background. It could be financial. And this might have to do with family as well, is to put those metaphoric fires out. Because life just gets too stressful when we think. I know I even get that way myself. And you know I know better than this. And it still comes up, and then I deal with it, and it goes away. And I find that, that there are just too many things going on. And I'm like, oh, no, this is this. Take some time and really make a list of everything that you have going on and, and change things a little bit and say, I'm going to just put this fire out. I'm going to put that fire out. And maybe remove yourself out of some personal situations that might be emotional things with family or, or something. Just Remove yourself out of some of these for a while and pull yourself back into your center. So thank you very much. Hey, And hi, caller. What's your name? Hi, this is John. Hi, John. How are you? Hi, Mary. Uh, John here in Great Falls. I've had some wonderful experiences with you in the past and was calling about a reading. I would most love to. It's so good to hear from you. I was thinking about you the other day. So excellent. Let's see what we get. I'm going to use the illuminated tarot with you. Okay, the first card, strength. I love this. I was contemplating this card today. There are two types of strength and power in this world. One is the power where we seize the day, carpe diem, we go out, we, we wrestle the bull, take the bull by the horns, and we do something about it, which is important to have that. But then there is the other kind of power. And that's the power that's done through love and kindness and patience. And I feel that you have that with you. That's, that's your great power. Not that you don't have the other power, but that's a great power that you have. And that sometimes it doesn't look like the world notices that, but they do and they will. It's one of those things that once it's not there, it's, oh my gosh, what happened to that? This is a beautiful card of memories of loved ones. And looking back at life where we can honor the people that are gone out of our lives just from the fullness of our memories with them rather than seeing them as gone or not gone in that your memories are now becoming part of, of your experience. And I also feel that that's a message telling you that, they, uh, that, that you are loved and that um, just beautiful things like that. 
Okay, and the third card is a change. We had used, or seen this card earlier and talked about a change of employment, walking away. I think that there are some things that are no longer serving you now that you have been thinking of, and it's not just in one area. I feel like these are in a couple areas in that you're saying, okay, you know what? It's really time for me to just set this down and start the next phase of my life because boy, do I feel new things coming in for you. And it's important for you to clear and be open to receive them. It's like get the baseballs out of the mitt so that you can catch the next ball. So thanks, John. It was so good to hear from you. And do we have another call? Hi, caller. What's your name? Uh, hi, this is Sasha. Hi. How are you? What can I'm I do good. for you? Uh, I'd like a reading about my relationships. Okay. Well, why don't we do the stoplight spread again? And that was about your relationship, a particular one? Okay. So we're going to say stop, look further into. I I'm telling you, this is one of the more useful spreads that I've uh, seen. And I'm getting ready to probably within the next five months publish a book on a lot of therapeutic things you can do with the tarot. And it's almost as if the tarot can be your uh, mentor. Uh, I'm not going to say psychologist. And I'm not telling people not to go to a psychologist. I'm just saying that this therapeutic way of using the tarot can bring you lots of insights. Okay, the first card we get is the High Priestess. And this is the stop card. And one of the things I feel this is saying to you in a particular relationship is that you may be taking on way too much of the spirit of the relationship. What I find sometimes when people get involved is that one party may take on like they, there may be equal on the physical level. They both work and pay the rent and blah, blah, blah. But on the emotional and spiritual connection, that one may take on more of the responsibility, which causes the other one to take on less, which causes them to take on more, them to push more away, and it causes a bit of a chasm. So what it's saying is just to look into that and, and not take on the responsibility for what other people may be doing in the relationship. Unexpected help, interesting. This can come in a lot of, lot of different forms, and we're talking about relationship. And one of the things, if, if you are in a position where you're trying to decide between relationships or whether to stay in relationships, it can be talking about uh, a reading or a friend or something coming into your life where it makes you really look and get clear about what you want to do there. And the go is caring for yourself, okay? <laughs> Any relationship, every relationship, it has to be good for both people or it's dysfunctional, period. And it's really a simple little formula. So what it's saying is if it's good for you, it feels right for you, if you're getting what you really require from that relationship to feel fulfillment, then it's the path to walk. Okay, so thank you and thanks. And uh, we have another call. Hi, caller. What's your name? Marsha. Hi. What can I do for you tonight? Um, I, I would like to uh, talk also about relationships. I am an employer. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and uh, that uh, I'm having problems with my, my employee. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, let's do that same spread. This is very good for that. What are you to stop doing? 
be cautious of and to continue doing. One of the things that I feel is the biggest source of all conflict between two people or groups of people is the, the coffee cup argument. One day I was seeing a coffee cup on the table and I realized it, the handle was on the left and I could prove it. I could take a picture, I could have witnesses, and I could walk to this other person's side of the table and the coffee cup handle would be on the right and they could also prove it. And that there's always different perspectives and that if we pull up above the situation and just look at their perspective, we don't even have to agree with it, then we don't feel that personal attack and we can deal with the issue more directly. Okay, with that being said, the stop card. Look how many times this card has come up tonight. This is business on business, and it's feeling like, like uh, sometimes if we feel someone is stealing from us, whether it's objects or respect or whatever that is. And what it's saying is to stop looking at it from the personal point of view. And I'm not saying that it's all... Uh, the onus is all on you to do anything. I'm just saying to give you freedom so that you can see what you really wish to do. See it as that person's particular issue. One of the things that happens in the dynamic between employer and employee is often the parental relationship will be mimicked. And that person, I feel, is, is mimicking. And it doesn't matter people's age either because one's an authority figure. And if you look at it as their issues, some of the things that are bothering you, I think it will be easier for you to figure out how to handle them. But it's important for you to keep the, 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 up, the, the power in, in your end of the situation. This is what to be cautious of or to look further into, and I feel like it's saying to look further into the fact of your power and see yourself as strong and radiating your power. When we're having to enforce our boundaries with anyone, what that tells us is these aren't real boundaries that we're projecting out there. They're wishes for boundaries. Because when they're boundaries that we don't really have and we have to enforce them, it's very hard to maintain. We have to pay little guards to uh, parole the perimeter and we're always, we're always on red alert. But when we have a radiant field that says, I am in power in my life and my job is to manage X, Y, and Z, people don't push past that boundary. So it's a good opportunity to just look at your personal boundaries. The, the go card, things to do, one of the things here is if this does not work out and you feel that it does not work out, you have to come at this with the willingness to call it off, to let it go, to let them go on their way, you go on your way and part company. You have to be able to say that. I'm not telling you to say that. I'm just saying you have to be able to say that and find the strength. And when you have the strength to do that, uh, a lot of times things even themselves out. So thank you. Great. No more calls? Okay. Well, let me show everybody this cute deck here that is called Cat Comfort. I was down in Virginia Beach uh, a couple years ago, and Neville was talking down at the ARE Center, and so I went in their little bookstore, and I found this deck. I thought it was adorable. It's about little cats, and it has cute little sayings. So what I'm going to do now, for those of you that might be afraid to call in, because it is kind of scary a little for some to pick up the phone and be on TV, I'm going to pull a card, and this is a message for everybody. Oh, this is cute. It's called Cat Call. 
don't be so critical. See the positive in yourself and others. And I would like to add on to that. You don't have to see the positive in yourself and others because really there's just one thing. And if anything looks positive or negative, it's because a whole has been fractured into two and we put them back together. And it's not a matter of saying, oh, I'm going to cordon off all my negative parts and I'm going to put them over in this room and I'm going to put a padlock on them and I'll come over here and let all my positive attributes out and love myself and forgive myself and say, okay, um, I'll uh, forget about those and I'm just going to accentuate these. Real self-love and acceptance comes when you can take both of those things and love yourself anyway. Years ago, when I first started doing the show, and it's going on 11 years now, I, I think it was one of my first couple times, it was live, the camera's rolling, and I forgot what I was saying. And it's not like, oh, I forgot what I was saying and then I changed the subject. I forgot what I was saying so much that my mind was blank. I couldn't think of anything to say. And when you're sitting in front of three cameras and airtime, one minute is like a hundred years. And so I'm sitting there going, oh my God. So I go home that night and we all know how we go home and we run things of the day through our mind before we go to sleep. And often we're, we're punching ourselves to sleep. <laughs> I, I, whether we're aware of it or not, often we do that. And I realized that, hey, I can't get away. I, there's a blessing in everything. So I asked myself first, before I even thought of beating myself up, I said, what was the blessing in that? And I said, well, one of the things that that told me is I sure am critical of myself. I love this. I love it if I can remember everything I'm saying. But boy, do I beat myself up when I don't. And so it was right at that moment that I came up with the affirmation that I love myself unconditionally, all parts of me, even the perceived flaws. And that's really where we have to get in order to love ourselves unconditionally. And thank you for holding. Hi, caller. What's your name? Hi, this is Edith. Hey, Edith. It's good to hear from you. Oh, I love your deck. Thank you. Thank and, you. And uh, I just wanted a general reading, whatever comes up. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. I'm going to go to the usual Osho Zen. Zen. That's funny. Osho Zen. I'm going to pull one card from there as the stop card. So Edith is kind and lets me experiment here and that's the look further into and then I'll use the Oracle Tarot for the go card. It's funny to, to have the Osho be the stop card but that's what I decided. Okay, the first card that we get and this is the stop and, and maturity is a beautiful card. It talks about longevity and, and the wisdom that comes with the passing of time. And one thing that I feel like what it's telling you is to stop feeling old. And I'm not saying that you are feeling old, but we all do. We go to those days where it's like, oh gosh, I feel old today. What it's saying is to stop seeing that certain things in your life are done and over because this really is the beginning and you're just starting out on really wonderful things coming up. Feel like there's a lot of development that's going on with you with your psychic abilities and your intuitive abilities and maybe even mediumship and I'm not sure if that's something you are ever interested in but that that really feels like it's um, coming round and, and getting stronger as a matter of fact uh, well anyway maybe we can email I've got some ideas we can email about about that at another time 
Okay, this is to be cautious of and look further into, and it says the cat's out of the bag. Whoops, quick thinking needed. What, one of the things that I feel is, boy, it's a lot of work to keep all those cats in bags, isn't it? What if we could just let them all out and just frolic with them and be happy and have fun instead of constantly trying to hide things? I would say the true definition of freedom to me is with every living being can go lay and, and sunbathe on the beach without one iota of shame, if everybody could say how they feel without feeling guilty, could you imagine? We carry so much on our shoulders. So maybe that's to say, look into that. And if there was a situation where you said something and somebody got mad or whatever, and you just want to live straightforwardly, follow your instincts. Don't buy into the other stuff, because that's not real. The go card is ooh, the unexpected help. If someone offers you help, take it, if you would like it. And this, this feels like um, there's going to be some financial um, uh, career satisfaction type of a reward coming. So just go ahead and open your hands to it, even if they haven't been all that forthcoming in the past. So thank you. And another call. Hi, caller. What's your name? Oh, hi, Mary. My name is Marie. Hi, Marie. And I would like a reading on um, success and money. Okay. Well, let's do this uh, beautiful spread that we've been doing. As you can tell, it really gives a lot of guidance as well as reveals what is going on in, in your life in regards to that. Okay, now the first card we get, which is the stop card. So you ask about success and career and money, I believe. I don't know if I, I've got those um, descriptive words exactly right, but I know it had to do with money. And in the stop position, perhaps it's saying stop being the mother to everybody or to stop uh, feeling like you have to be the earner or the provider of something for everyone and, and pull it back a little. I'm not saying not to be generous. Certainly be generous. I love letting things flow through my life. It feels excellent to be generous and to give things. But if it's pulling on your soul and creating an out-of-balance situation, then you can bank on the fact that you're, gonna, that you're creating an out-of-balance in the other person's life as well. Now, whether that's another person or it's your credit cards or it's a whatever, everything must remain in balance. And it's just as out-of-balance if things are flowing toward one and they can't let, them, let that go to something. Uh, so anyway, the be cautious of or to look further into is having everything that you want. This is the wishes fulfilled card. And some people say that it's the card of knowing when is enough and when is not the enough. And sometimes we go for success, whatever that definition is, and it, and it doesn't really have a definition. All we know is we're not successful and we have to get over there and then it becomes a game where we run and run. Are you my success? Are you my success? Instead of are you my mommy, like that little book. And really, success is happiness. It's far better to, we, we say, um, we cannot define our happiness by our success. We have to define our success by our happiness. And I feel that that's something that you're learning and that is coming to you and that you will see that. The go card is the 
the Queen of Pentacles, and the Pentacles in the deck is about money and its richness, its abundance, and it's having exactly all the faculty you require for that. It does not matter what's going on outside of you. You have that resource within, and you're particularly talented. So I would say lots of positive comings for you in that way. And do we have time for another call? Hi, caller. What's your name? My name is Loretta. Hi, Loretta. Thanks for calling. I've been wanting to talk to you many, many times, but I've broken off my engagement and I'm in the process of moving. So would you please do a reading for me? I'd be most happy to. And let's do the past, present, and future just to get a flow of what's going on and see if there's something good for you to know in that way. The first card we get is the sense of family. And I know you just said you were breaking off a relationship and moving as well. Sometime, one of the two things that we crave is to have roots and family and to know that we have our tribe around us that's this larger thing that helps us survive. We have a biological imperative for this because that's how we survived as a species. But then equally and opposite from that, we have a craving and a desire to be independent and be ourselves. And one wonderful thing that I feel you're going through is looking for that beautiful balance between those two things. And the power that, it, in, that it, it takes to be able to take that step and go out there, the chariot brings that power and it illustrates the power that you have in your life. And it's the harnessing of the yin and the yang, the independence and the family that you find your, your power. And walking forward, the ace of swords is cutting through all the fog and getting clarity and gaining power in your life in that way. And sometimes that card is about writing and, and being very clear about communication or maybe even talking in some capacity. I would really look into the writing, though. I think that there's something very powerful for you along those lines, too. So thank you very much. That's great. Do we, we don't have time for any other? OK. Well, if you were on the line and you didn't get through, which I'm not sure if that was the case, but if you were, uh, we've down to our last two minutes, and so I'm going to pull a card, and it's called The Hangman Suspense and Waiting. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Because they were on hold, and it's suspense <laughs> and waiting. Do you see how wonderful this is? It's just another vocabulary. It's like I, I'm talking, but I'm talking in stories, whole packets of information instead of one little word at a time. And it's saying, look in your life. Where are you holding yourself back, feeling like there's no opportunity? Go forward and create that. And I know we're down to our last couple of minutes, and I'm, I'm getting pretty far along on my uh, new website that I've been working on. And it's a place where you can go download uh, my workshops and Neville's and eventually other people's as well. And um, I, I will keep you updated on that. And I'm also doing the EFT workshop the 8th, 9th, and 10th of April. You may consider it. It's not only educational as far as that technique and how to use it. You benefit from my many years of using it and tips from me. And also, you get a profound opportunity to heal a lot of the things that have been going on with you all in this beautiful sacred weekend. And watch our schedule. We're having the fire ceremony that same weekend, that night. And we've added a, another little fun thing at the end of the night. We pull some cards, and we just have a great fun time. Well, I'd like to thank everybody that called in tonight. It was such a joy to sit here, and I would love to have you join us again next week. And it was my joy and honor to serve you in this capacity tonight. So thank you very much.
And I believe we are wrapping it up. Do I still have more time? Okay. Well, you know what? I'll show this deck that I have painted with all these beautiful sparklies, if we have time. And can you see? Four, three, two. And I will show these perhaps another week. I, I meant to do it tonight, but maybe I'll have time to finish the deck. David, are you going to be able to?